Well, she couldn't understand why she couldn't get any calls, but she uh, had the mute switch on, and, um, you know, it's not going to work. Oh, oh my gosh, are we live? Sorry. And now, join Chet and Gary with Apple Products, The Senior Angle. Good morning, Chet. Good morning, Gary. It's great to be back here at the 2020 Club in the penthouse look overlooking Sun City Center. <laughs> That's uh, just a, a... What a, a view. Oh, yeah, it's a great view. <laughs> anyway, today we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, health app uh, with the uh, pandemic that uh, we experienced that seemed to put a lot of focus on our health and the way that we can measure... Um, the parameters of that health. Uh, there's a nice little app in uh, built into the software of of the uh, of Apple, <laughs> and it uh, actually is a very good uh, indicator of some data that you can use to share even with your your physician. So, um, getting into that, Chet. Let's talk a little bit about some of the data that that you can glean from this app. Okay, there, there's a, a lot of stuff going on with the, the health app, as you mentioned, and um, primarily the health app runs on your iPhone. Um, but the the thing is that it can tie in from data and sensors that are on your iPhone itself into third party uh, data and third party devices. So. There's a lot of information that's out here, but generally what it can do is it can keep track of how active you are uh, if you have your iPhone with you. If your iPhone's sitting at home, then it can't possibly track you, but it can track your activity levels, uh, how much you walk, for example. One of the ones I find very interesting is something new called walking steadiness. I saw that. It was very interesting. Yeah, it's got... Symmetry. Very interesting. It looks to see how steady you are when you're walking and can indicate to you if you're beginning to have balance problems or if you need to talk to your doctor. So there's information like that. If you tie this in with some of the third-party devices or with an Apple Watch, an Apple Watch, if you have one of those, can uh, keep track of your heart rate. And every 10 minutes, your Apple Watch checks your heart rate, and that information gets stored in the health app, and you can go into the health app and see what your heart rate is over time. Um, It also, the new uh, Apple Watch is the latest version of the Apple Watch, can check the blood oxygen level. And that also gets stored out in the health app. And an EKG also, right? And you can actually take an EKG. Um, that is something you have to manually take, in, uh, but it does store that uh, EKG pictures in the health app for you. Mm-hmm. So that's information that's there. You get better motion data if you have an Apple Watch on. It can uh, do a better job of tracking, uh, checking your activity levels and so forth. You, you mentioned uh, a period of time. so And that's important, too, because a lot of people get hung up on a daily parameter or daily uh, reading and you you brought up something interesting in our talk that you look at a trend data over trends yes yeah i've been using it now for several years uh ever since apple first came out with the the app and uh, the apple watch showed up Uh, and one of the things i now find is that i can go in and look in the sections in the app uh, talking about trends 
And instead of worrying about what's my temperature right now or what's my heart rate right now, I can go back and look over the last six months or a year and look at the trend data over that period of time and say, is the trend changing? And so what I've started to do is watch the trend data and say that if things are staying the same for me, then nothing is wrong. Everything is right. If I start to see one of the trend changing, if all of a sudden my heart rate's going up or my body temperature's going up or, you know, I've got a blood pressure cuff that automatically uh, ties in with the health app and records that, if my blood pressure starts to change over time, then that's something you can go to your doctor and say, hey, doc, I'm seeing this change going on. Is this something we need to worry about? Um, but it's, it's got concrete evidence of what that is. And I did, by the way, uh, one time I was having problems with uh, skipped heartbeats, and I used the EKG feature to take a picture of the EKG, and I went in and uh, saw my cardiologist, and I said I had this EKG, and I printed it out, and I handed it to him, and he said, wow, he says, everybody ought to get one of those watches. (laughs) (laughs) And and tied it in. Uh, You know, I've really been focused on closing my rings for quite a while now. I think I'm 866 straight days. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's a start. And you're talking about the activity rings, the stand ring and and activity and motion. Exercise and stand. Yeah. And it's a start to try to get more active and you can have competition with friends and try to close your rings and who can get the most. And it's just kind of a fun way to try to get some more exercise and, and keep fit. Um, I have a, actually, there's a lot of, like you mentioned, there's a lot of uh, third-party uh, hardware that you can tie into, like your blood pressure. I've got a, uh, a Y-Thing scale that when mm-hmm. I, you know, so it, it, it actually measures your BMI to your yes. body mass. Yeah, I, I've got the same kind of thing, and it uh, gives me all kinds of fancy data when I step on it. Yeah, there's so many things in this app, though. You you know your workouts and, and like you, you, even the highlights. And actually, it, it if you charge it during the day at some point, your watch, then it will tell you some your sleep habits. That's right. Yes, I, I do that. I and it's telling me how much I'm actually sleeping at night. I think that's fascinating. That it shows you the amount of time in bed versus the amount of time you were actually considered to be asleep. Right. right. And it, it looks at a number of factors on determining whether you were asleep or not. But it it actually I think does a pretty good job of it. And I'm just amazed that I'm in bed for about an hour longer than it thinks I'm sleeping. <laughs> you wonder how this how they measure how this they measure data. that. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I've actually gotten the habit of uh, I usually go to bed uh, shortly after ten o'clock in the evening. And so what I do is I take my watch and put it on the charger about 8.30, and it's always charged up uh, back to 100%, and then I can wear it overnight. And then when I first get up in the morning, it's gone down maybe 5 or 6% uh, overnight. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll put it on the charger while I'm taking a shower and getting ready in the morning, and then uh, it's charged back up, for, and I've got it for the entire day on my watch. But that does require that you have the watch to go along with your phone sure. uh, to, to track the health app there. Uh, but things like uh, th- uh, thermometers, you can get digital thermometers that will automatically update. Blood pressure cuffs that will automatically update. Um, you know the uh, the uh, weight uh, and scale and so forth uh, type information is there, uh, so you can keep track of that. Uh, there are some tie-ins between the Fitbits and uh, so forth that uh, will help you if you have a Fitbit. Uh, some of this information can come from the Fitbit. 
Uh, but use the health app as the, the center point to collect all of this. Mm-hmm. And again, like I said, what I'm finding is it's the trend information over time that is the most valuable stuff. And I think that's the key that people need to, to realize that we can do this with the health app. I don't know. Uh, I'm just thinking of that. I, I don't know of any way it's possible that it measures it. But do you have any knowledge of, uh, like a diabetic, Well, do they have any kind of heart you know, software or anything that would track their blood sugar? Uh, you can get uh, blood sugar uh, uh, glucose monitors or glucose test sets that actually tie in through Bluetooth and can automatically update. Uh, I do have type 2 diabetes, and so I take, check my blood sugar not very often because it seems to be very stable at the moment. Uh, but I can actually record that information in the health app. I have to manually record it in there, but I can record it. And again, I can go look at that over time and see what's happening with that. For your trends, yeah. Yeah. One other thing that we need to think about also is um, medical IDs. Yes. Um, to keep those updated. Yes. They want to talk a little bit about the importance of that. Yeah, and uh, what you're uh, talking about, for those that may not recognize it, is one of the features of the health app is something called a medical ID. Uh, And you can find this when you're looking at the health app on your iPhone. In the upper right-hand corner, if you've put a picture of yourself in your iPhone, then you'll see a little uh, circle with your picture in it. Otherwise, you'll see a little circle that has a silhouette of a head or maybe your first uh, your initials in it. Uh, tap that circle, and it'll lead you to where you can put in profile information about yourself, your name, your age, your sex, your uh, blood type, uh, information like that. And then the other side of this, though, is this thing called medical ID. Now, medical ID is a set of information that can be viewed by a first responder without unlocking your phone. And the way this works is they tap on the screen and it comes up and asks for your passcode or tells them to try the face ID again or something. Uh, But down in the lower left-hand corner is the word emergency. If they tap emergency, it will bring up the keyboard so they can make a call. But down in the lower left-hand corner, the emergency has been now replaced with the word medical ID. And they can tap on medical ID. And in medical ID, it can be any information you want a first responder to know about you. For example, you can put a list of your current medications in there. And that's one of the things that I think is most valuable is having that list of current medications, keeping that up to date so the first responders have that information. You can also put anything like, uh, I'm a type 2 diabetic, so that's information that is in my medical ID, so a first responder knows I'm a type 2 diabetic. Um, Other conditions that you might have that they need to know about can be put in there. You can also put in emergency contacts. And the emergency contacts, all the uh, first responder has to do is tap the telephone number that's there, and the phone will dial that telephone number. They don't have to be logged into your phone. You don't have to unlock your phone for that to happen. So you can be unconscious, and they can use that information to contact whoever's in that list. I have my doctor's office as one of my emergency contacts, and my brother is my other emergency contact. And they can uh, just tap that, and those calls go straight through. Well, there's another feature that I'd like to talk about. It's not necessarily the health app, but it's in the Apple Watch, and it's um, how it detects a fall. Oh, yes, fall detection. I really highly recommend that because I know that you're, you've even witnessed a situation like that. Would you like to talk about that? Yeah, I was, I was at a uh, uh, wedding anniversary, and one of the people uh, fell, uh, and it actually set off the Apple Watch, uh, and uh, 
fact, uh, they were saying, my watch, my watch, my watch, and so we, uh, we set their watch so it's, it didn't make a, a call. But the way that that works is if the watch detects a fall, it will call emergency services if you do not respond to the watch within a minute's time or so. Uh, there have been a lot of stories uh, out in the media about people whose lives were saved by this. If there are other people around when you fall, they can, they can help you. But if you're by yourself and you have a bad fall of any kind, and as we get older, that's something that happens. Uh, but if you have a bad fall and you're unable to do anything about it, uh, the emergency services folks are going to show up to where you are. And uh, what happens, uh, and I've never actually had this happen, but as I understand what happens is emergency services are called and they are told where you are. And anybody that's in your emergency contact list in your uh, uh, medical ID information receives a text message telling them that you have fallen and where you are. And that uh, that information gets updated on a periodic basis as uh, first responders move you and do things like that. So uh, for people that are living alone particularly, this is a fantastic feature. Uh, it's kind of like some of the I've fallen, can't get up uh, things that right, you've seen, right. but it, it isn't dependent upon you being in your home or someplace else. It can be wherever you are. And as long as you have cell phone connection, um, you can make that uh, have that call go through. So I'm assuming they use GPS for the coordinates to, <clears throat> to locate yes. you, right? Yes. Right. And, uh, again, that is dependent upon having a phone. Right. Well... I think that's about it. I think we've covered just about everything, unless you have something else to add. No, I, I think that uh, that's uh, one of the things that uh, I, I guess is important in my mind is keeping track of all this and staying on top of it. And, again, I'm watching trends with it and so forth. So I think that uh, it's in all of your iPhones, if you have an iPhone. If you have an Apple Watch to tie along with it, that's even better. But even if you just use the health app in the, in the phone and put some information in there, that's very, very valuable. Okay, so... The takeaway for today is to update your medical ID information so in case of an emergency that your loved ones or whoever you have uh, designated as a medical ID person can be notified. Right. And uh, first responders have that information to help them uh, in the event that uh, you're not conscious or uh, unable to offer assistance. Absolutely. Well, with that, I think we're uh, finished for today, and uh, we'll see you next week, Chet. Okay, Gary, sounds good.